Everybody to episode 22 of the baby mamas still pregnant as far as we know yeah there's still a little baby in there i took another pregnancy this test this morning because because why not yeah and it was very dark it was the the way it looked the way it looked the way you wanted it to the whole time <laughs> yeah my pee is thick with babies <laughs> <laughs> that's gross so the past week and a bit since we recorded our announcement have been a little less crazy. <laughs> I think things have like sunk in a bit more. Mm-hmm. But now we're kind of trying to manage the like, what if it doesn't stick? What if we're not going to stay pregnant? What if, what if, what if, what if, what if? Um, Which we had a lot of before. Yeah. There was a lot of what if in the beginning, but now the wait is longer. Oh, the mm-hmm. wait. Yep, there's another countdown. Now we're counting down to our um, our ultrasound, our dating ultrasound. Yeah. So 241 days until my due date and 11 days until the ultrasound, which will tell us that the baby has a heartbeat and is the right size and everything. Yeah. Which I can't wait for. Yeah, and is um, going a little stir crazy not knowing that yet, I think. And so... Um, a lot of what I've been doing is reassuring her and telling her that everything is fine and she does she keeps saying I don't feel pregnant I'm like but you're five weeks pregnant so what no, does that I had, feel like I had one really bad day where I woke up and I was like okay by now I should be getting sick I should be having all these feelings why aren't I having all these feelings and I cried you were having a lot of feelings all morning <laughs> all the feelings and started messaging my friends who have babies and being like, why don't I feel pregnant? Seriously, I had some symptoms and now they've gone away. I'm crazy. I can't handle this. And and then you came home and you basically <laughs> were, you told well, me. No, and then I got so wigged out at work and I felt so crazy that I told my boss that I was pregnant. Right. Because I really felt like I was going to have a breakdown because I, I was on the verge of crying that entire day. Because? Because why? That's what I want you to say. Because it's a pregnancy symptom. Which is what? Which is good. No, but it's hormones. I know, but... <laughs> I've said this to her like a dozen times, so she's just like, fucking shut up. But for real, it's a pregnancy symptom. She kept saying, I don't feel pregnant. I'm like, but you have symptoms. Your symptoms are that you're super tired and that you are very, very, very emotional. I don't feel as tired as I did at, like a week ago though but that doesn't mean anything just because you're like t- differently tired <laughs> doesn't mean it's not and my boobs are like less sore actually they've kind of maintained soreness you really don't have to touch them when you say that nobody you do because they you. don't feel sore no but you're saying it every time because i'm it. checking i'm checking to make sure they're still sore <laughs> they're still there that's they're for sti- sure that they're still there yeah. and that they're still sore and they are yeah. it's just hard i think my biggest fear because my friend was asking me 
she was trying to like work me through this and she was asking me like what is your biggest fear like is it miscarriage is it that there's something wrong with the baby is it whatever 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 and I was like my fear I think is starting over Mm. I don't think it's like losing the baby or like grief or anything I think it's honestly having to go back back to square one back to square one and have to do all that fucking shit again like Mm -hmm. that is just so horrendous to me but you can't think about that I think my approach has been like there's no indication that there's anything wrong so we're gonna look to all the positives and we're gonna focus on how great this is and you can't really get caught up in the what ifs because there's so many of them you know it's just like anything if this does end in a miscarriage and we don't get to have this baby there's no other option of course we start over and yeah thinking about that sucks but if it comes to that we'll just do it because this is what we want you know you just have to be really you have to try and remind yourself that like there's only so much we have control over and we're doing everything we can you're doing your best to take care of yourself you're really having a hard time (laughs) right now but you know i think i'm taking care of myself well i'm not you had like a little bit of a panic about food that wasn't a panic that was like i'm fucking hungry and there's nothing to eat oh that was hanger no it wasn't even hanger it's different now like hanger isn't even part of it it's like immediate low blood sugar and feeling dizzy Mm -hmm. and needing to like eat and then not having stuff around me that is going to like satiate or fix this like feeling that i have i haven't quite figured out what to feed myself to make it go away Mm -hmm. it's not like oh i recognize that because i can kind of do that and have done it in my day-to-day life where I'm like, fuck, I feel like shit, I need vegetables, or well, I'm feeling I lightheaded, I need, like, protein. And it's hard for you because you have to do a lot of, you're an outreach, you do a lot of outreach in your job, so you have to be in the car and on the road. That makes it a lot harder yes. to try and, like, manage and plan. So our goal tonight is to go to Costco and get, like, a bunch of stuff and make meal plans and have stuff set out so that we know, like, there's a bunch of stuff available at your fingertips for when you need it so you can bring a bunch of crap leave it at work for the week if you need to bring stuff daily pack in advance just really like try and meal plan around it because you are starting to get some weird you know like lightheadedness and weird kind of stomach stuff so yeah after i eat i feel like i've overeaten even when i've have not eaten that much Mm -hmm. i haven't had any nausea really yeah, you're still a little early for nausea. Everybody we've talked to says six weeks and you're just shy of that. I know. So. And I know that like when it kicks in, I'm going to be like, fuck, I wish I didn't have this. But right now I'm like, I just want that reminder that everything's growing and that I have lots of hormones in my body because I just can't imagine going. Do you to want the- me to pull out the app again? I'll do it. No. <laughs> this has been my like, I don't know. It makes me really feel good and like connected and sort of reminds me of what's happening in her body and I've been trying to like help her with that too and it's this app called Sprout that Sandra Sandra D. Sanchez of Change of Address go listen to it if you haven't suggested and it's awesome it's like interactive and it shows you like the it's sort of like a it's not really CGI is it or is it CGI well it's It's like animated sort of but it it reminds me of like a video game (laughs) animation of like the the development and it looks cool and it's like got a heartbeat so I keep looking at that and like reminding myself like this is what our baby looks like right now it looks like it has a penis head (laughs) it does (laughs) Um, but it already has like a heart or cardiac cells I should say yeah and it has you know the beginnings of like a facial form and like it's pretty crazy how how quick it happens yeah 
So for me, that's been really nice. And anytime Ange is like really feeling sad or, or struggling with it, I try and like point it, I just turn it on and I'm like, listen, just listen to this. I know it's not our baby physically, but it's the closest thing we can have to seeing and hearing what it's like. And it's like a good reminder, I think, that like this is real, this is actually happening and you just gotta slow slow the brain down and try and like soak it all in. Yeah. I don't know. It's like I feel I feel guilty sometimes for not being more excited and don't, stuff and I have been trying to get you to stop feeling guilty this whole time because <clears throat> I keep saying like it's so easy for me to be hopeful because I don't have any of the physical side of it. And that's huge. And the psychological part of it too, because there's so many like tropes like when you're pregnant you should feel nauseous you should feel this you should feel that and just because like saying well not everyone feels that is fine but it doesn't mean that you are comforted by that right yeah and I really think the first trimester is just really tough and I think because it's something we want so badly like I I both am like the most excited and the most terrified at the same time because I'm like my god this is the stuff this is everything I wanted in my life it's happening what if I can't have it anymore? What if it goes away? So I think it's natural to feel the way that you do. And everybody we've talked to says they feel this nervous, this unsure, this like scared, especially women that have had miscarriages. And because we have close friends who have had miscarriages, we're a bit more like aware of that chance. Yeah. And I have this urge to keep asking my friend about her miscarriage but then I'm like why do I want to keep like reminding her and like mm-hmm. well when did you have your miscarriage at what point how how pregnant were you like I know it was really early but I don't know and I just want to I don't know well what. you have to remind yourself that like an anecdote like that it's I mean not in the sense that like yeah this is a very significant story because she she's somebody that care that you care about but it's one person's experience of one thing does not translate to what you're experiencing or how it like even if you were going to miscarriage it might not go the same way you might not feel the same things you know so you really have to just try and put all negative thoughts out of your head and just focus on the fact that you're like doing everything you can to stay healthy yeah and then I have these moments where I'm like when I am feeling like anxious and stressed I'm like what if that causes a miscarriage Mm -hmm. but then I think about like crackheads and heroin addicts who have pregnancies and that comforts you (laughs) yeah (laughs) I I love pregnant crackheads I love them heroin babies the best i feel like i need to like qualify that and say that we really are not fans of that we think it's a really <laughs> negative thing when people are addicted to drugs and have babies it's really rough yes, for everyone obviously. involved but yeah it it's gonna be fine yeah. i really 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 need you to know that it's gonna be fine no matter what happens i'm not saying everything's gonna be perfect but it's we're gonna be okay yeah yeah right yeah, and I don't know, like, I'm in this baby group, and everyone's, like, <clears throat> talking, and, oh, my God, I'm so nauseous today, and, oh, this and that, and the next thing, and they're all sharing this stuff, and I'm like, I feel nothing, and I put on there, like, hey, does anyone, like, not feel anything, <laughs> except, like, kind of sore boobs and a little bit tired, and a couple people wrote, like, yeah, me too, I'm not really feeling anything, and then one girl who had the same due date as me wrote and was like, I don't feel anything either, and I was like, oh, yay, and then she had a miscarriage. Mm. but you don't feel nothing you keep forgetting that you have symptoms but you really do the lightheadedness that's not normal you don't get like that normally the crying at like almost nothing that happened like one day um it did yeah it did happen that one day but i just think that you're minimizing what you're going through and i don't really know why 
I think it's like you are too afraid to believe that it's really happening or something. I don't know. I just feel like it should be bigger because I don't know. But you have no information to base that on. I don't. It's just society, everything. It's like pregnant women. It's like, oh, you feel so terrible. And my friends are like, just wait till you're like morning sickness kicks and you're gonna be like a vomiting bag of garbage (laughs) and i'm like i wake up every morning and i feel good and you feel bad about the fact that you feel good yeah yeah i don't know i just need to like get out of this like headspace and i don't know how that's a thing i know it reminds me of when i was running and i was like doing a lot of running and i was running like 10k Mm -hmm. there's this struggle that happens when you're running where you're like Part of your brain is telling you, you can't do this. You're exhausted. Stop. Just stop. Just stop right now. And you have to constantly focusing on like, oh, how hard is it to breathe? And my legs are sore and I could just stop and then I would feel better. And yeah. And you have to be like, no, no, you're not. Keep going. Just go. Just go to the next like tree or just like run to that bench. Just another like 10 feet. And then, yeah, it's this constant negotiation, which is the same thing I'm going through now. Mm. It's like. Oh, yay, you're pregnant, but you might not be. But it's fine. It's going to be fine. But maybe there'll be no heartbeat when you go to the... No, but probably that won't happen. You can't think about that and you don't have any control. But think about it anyway. It's just like, fuck, shut up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know if there's anything you can really do about that. I think you just have to move through it. She keeps saying, I can't wait till the ultrasound. I'm like, well, there's not really another option. (laughs) So, but I I think you're still doing pretty well. What are you afraid of? I'm afraid that you're not going to be able to cope. Cope with what? Any of the... I. Th- okay, that doesn't sound quite right. I worry about your mental state. But not in the sense that, like, I don't think you can handle this. Just that, like, I don't want you to be stressed. I don't want you to feel sad or guilty or anything I just like I have this like intense like I need to protect you and like put you in a bubble and make sure everything is okay and try and make you happy and keep you healthy and keep you well fed and keep you like I just want to do everything I can to like make sure you're okay and so I worry that I'm not going to do be able to do that enough that I'm not going to be able to help enough and I keep saying I'm tech support because I can't do anything about the physical side of things but I can be there to support you and I'm trying to do it in every way I can but I think we're not good at this yet we're like getting there we're getting you know we're gonna have a meal plan we're trying to like really like I'm really putting a lot of emphasis on not overstressing you by like not having us do 18 things in a day you know and trying to not overburden or over plan but I think as the weeks go by we're just gonna get better at dealing with it and it's gonna keep changing and this is all brand new but I really want to be as informed as I can, and I really want to be as, like, helpful and supportive as I can. Yeah. You're not worried about anything? I don't like thinking about it, but there is, like, a deep, like, terror about... It's really hard to let myself think about it because it scares me, but... um if we do miscarry, I'm really scared about how we're going to deal with it and how you're going to be okay. Because I think it's going to be really hard if that happens. And I can't, I try, like, do a really good job most of the time of, like, pushing that thought away because it doesn't help anything to f- think about. Um, but I just, I feel like I could handle it, but I feel like you just don't, 
you shouldn't have to deal with it. You shouldn't have to go through that because you've had a lot of stuff in your life and I just really want this to be a really good thing. I don't want you to have to experience any more loss or trauma. So that's what I think about. That's my biggest fear, I think, right now. Hmm. Well, this is uplifting. <laughs> we can't... S- we have to stop saying that. Stop not, saying what? This podcast... The point of this podcast is not to be uplifting. It's to be honest. Right. And you get, like, caught up in, like, oh, we shouldn't talk about what's stressful. We shouldn't talk about stress. We All we ever do is talk about stress. It's a fucking stressful process. And everybody out there that's going through it knows that. So they're not going to be like, ugh, they're talking about stress. They're going to be like, oh, maybe they're going to have a different way that they dealt with it. Maybe that will help me. Or maybe I could suggest something that might help them. Like, we are all kind of very connected in that experience. But I also find right now that, like, I just don't give a shit about so many things that I used to care about. Like, I'm letting go of, like... Friends, family. (laughs) No, I, like, Cutting everyone out. No, it's not that, but it's really, like, making... Like, deprioritizing everything other than you and finally jeez i didn't realize i had to get pregnant for that no but like you know before if it was like a weekend and i wanted to do something and you were like kind of tired of like come on babe we can do it now i'm like you're tired okay that's fine we're going we're leaving everyone else fuck off (laughs) my wife is tired we're gonna go sleep and i'm gonna like watch her sleep and pet her head until like i am just i just don't care about all the other stuff right now all i want is to make everything as like good as i can for you Yeah, I'm finding my, like, happy place is coming home from work, getting on the couch, watching Gilmore Girls, (laughs) maybe knitting if I feel like I have enough energy, and then going to bed about nine Mm -hmm. (laughs) o'clock. One night, I went to bed at eight, and it was amazing. (laughs) But that's what, like, when I feel the most okay is at night. I feel like my mental state's better. Mm -hmm. I'm chill. It's, like, the mornings. Yeah. That are the hardest for yeah. me, for whatever reason. Yeah. I think because every morning I wake up and I'm like, what's going to be new today? Oh, nothing? hmm Okay. Yeah. And I've also really been super enjoying, like, other people's input and questions. And, like, it's so, it's such a wonderful thing to get to share with people, especially after sharing the the, like, struggle of it. It's like... Like one of my coworkers, so sweet, was like, oh, my sister had a baby and he's growing out of everything so quickly. I'm going to get her to save all of her stuff because that's her last kid. Like, save all of the stuff for you. And like, that's so nice. I don't like, you know, everyone's just like, it feels like everyone's really invested and it's really so fun. Yeah, but at the same time, doesn't, don't you feel pressure? See, that's the thing. You feel the pressure. Ange is always like, oh, but like, what if we do miscarry? Then we're like bringing everyone down with us. I'm like... Yeah, but in as much as, like, we're sharing all of it with the people that matter to us and the people that are in our lives, and that's okay. I think people would want to be happy for us, and they want to be there for us when we're not happy, you know? But I can't... I There's nothing... There's physically and actually nothing you and I could, could do to prevent a miscarriage, and not telling people isn't going to change that. Yeah. And I don't feel guilty. Like, I feel like people will be much sadder for us than they are for... For anyone else. (laughs) Well, no, but I mean, like, if a friend of... Like, when friends of ours have have miscarried, I've been really sad for them. But I haven't ever thought, God, I wish they hadn't told me this. (laughs) Right? Yeah. So it's not like people are going to be like, fuck you for, like, getting me happy for you. And now I'm sad for you. Like, nobody is going to be like that. 
But anyway, I'm not going to miscarry. Like, fuck. No, you're not. It's just... Everything's fine. I want to play that Fiona Apple song. Every single night. Yes. Yeah. Every single night I endure the flight Of little wings of white flame Butterflies in my brain These ideas of mine Percolate the mind Trickle down the spine Swarm the belly Swelling to a blaze That's where the pain comes in Like a second skeleton Trying to fit beneath the skin I can't fit the feelings in No Every single night's a light with my friend. I say to her, why I say to her, what does she think of me? That I'm not what I ought to be, that I'm what I try not to be. It's got to be somebody else's fault. I can't get caught if what I am is what I am, cause I does what I does. Then brother get back, cause my breath's gonna bust open. The rib is the shell, and the heart is a yoke. And I just made a meal for us both to choke on every single night to fight with my think there's anything can being stressed out cause you to miscarry i think it would take a lot of don't you remember did we talk about this last time yeah you talked about that study with the women 9-11 yeah they went through 9-11 and lost their husbands and they were fine their babies were fine like you know yes there's studies about stress hormones and how that has an effect on the child's development but like I think it's pretty early to be worrying about that, and I don't think the level of stress you've experienced is enough to really be a concern. It's more like 
trauma, like severe trauma is the thing that those studies are talking about. Not just like, I don't know if I'm pregnant anymore and I'm crying. You just got to keep reminding yourself. You have to have like a mantra. Everything is fine. There's nothing wrong. Babies are more I'm common okay. than miscarriages. Babies are more common than miscarriages. That's a really good one. I know. I came up with that myself. Thank you very much. Did you? TM. Good job. I'm going to trademark it. Babies are more it. common than miscarriages. Is that true, though? It is because one. It's <laughs> <Okay. one laughs> <was> like, uh-oh. <laughs> no, one in four pregnancies ends in miscarriage. So three in four ends in pregnancy. Yes. It ends in a baby, I mean. 90% of pregnancies end in baby. No. That doesn't translate to that? No. Oh. <laughs> 75%. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, so babies are more common than miscarriages. Yeah. And our baby is tough as nails. So we're good. You think so? Uh, yeah, I do. <laughs> I think anything coming out of you has got to be super resilient. <laughs> yeah. So we keep talking about our baby and talking to our baby and... It's just really exciting. Before the, what was it, before the second blood test, I think, I laid in bed and I was telling the baby, the little poppy seed or whatever size it was at that time, all the people that I would get to meet and who would love it. <laughs> and I was like, you're going to have Auntie Katie and she has Nolan and they're going to love you. And just going through like our friends and, and family. Uncle Matt and Auntie Renee and, and they live in Australia, <laughs> and you're going to get to meet them, like, soon after you're born. And your cousin Taylor and Jaden and Hannah. I know, it's so exciting. I can't, it's like, I don't know, it's like the biggest happiness I think we've ever been able to share with our family. And it's so, and your mom has been really pretty great about it she has been the, the advice that she gave me i'm gonna pass this on to all <laughs> you uh who are soon to be pregnant here's a warning don't fucking listen to Angie's mom so here's the advice the pregnancy advice of my mom of this week do not listen to that eating for two bullshit and get fat while you're pregnant <laughs> i was like okay mom oh. she's like don't my friend got pregnant and she gained all this weight and then she didn't lose it and she was just fat, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, okay. She's like, eat small meals throughout the day. Like, okay. That's Why not can't you just say eat small meals throughout the day? Because Why she does she needs have to, have to all fat this? shame everybody because it's her way of fat shaming herself. She's not fat. I know that and <laughs> you know that, but your mom does not know that. Anyway, so that's the advice of the week. <laughs> Good luck with that. We should that. have, that should be like a running like clip. Mm -hmm. Vicky's terrible pregnancy advice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just wait until she starts giving me advice for the baby because. Like when it, after it's born. Yeah. Yeah. She believes that you should like give newborns meat, solid food, like meat. five minutes just after give they're it born. Some, uh, ground lamb or some beef, you know, just give it a piece of beef to chew on. Yeah. Without teeth. Strained, strained beef. <laughs> <Blech>. <laughs> We've been looking into things we're going to need for this baby. And it's it's. I feel like I'm in like a weird place because I want to plan for that stuff. But then there's still this like little voice that's like, oh, that's too soon. Don't do that. So I was like, oh, maybe I'll start making a baby blanket. I was like, ooh, no, no, <laughs> can't do that yet. But we've been looking into products like the Bassinest. The Halo Bassinest, which, yeah, which I was eyeing quite a long time ago. Yeah. She's had her eye on that puppy for a while. Mm -hmm. um, and I just heard about this other product called, called the Snooza. 
It's like a baby monitor that clips onto their diaper and will will notify the parent if there's no breathing movement detected on the stomach of the child for like 15 to 20 seconds. Looks a little pricey, but it looks like it's a pretty solid product. So there's that. We already know that we want to breastfeed, if that's possible. If that's like... Workable. You don't want to breastfeed with me? Uh, no. Are you sure? Yep. See, here's what I think. I think that we would be able to share feedings and we would both be less exhausted if you took those pills that would allow you to breastfeed and then I could be like, it's your turn. And you could be like, it's your turn. Eh? We have four tits among us. Let's <laughs> use them. I bet oh. guy like fathers wish they had boobs. Yeah, but I feel I don't know. It feels weird for some reason. Like obviously it's my kid and I don't have a problem with that part of it, but it's like but you're perfectly fine. Yeah, but And you're I'm gonna tired. be the but you're gonna be the one that's home and if we really need for you to sleep, you can pump and I will feed the child with a bottle, right? Like it's Yeah, not, or you could just stick it on your tit. Yeah, but then I but if I'm not the primary I think it's really challenging if you're not the primary person feeding the baby because you're still producing milk and you have to keep pumping to keep producing it from what I know from friends who have babies. And I don't want to be like, "Oh, I'm at work for 12 hours. I need to go pump." <laughs> and there's no baby anywhere near me. And like, I don't I just feel like given my work schedule, it would kind of be pointless. And you're going to be off work. That's literally your I job. I know. I just you're thought it would be nice. <laughs> well, if your useless tits <laughs> could do something, get off the couch for once. My couch potato tits. <laughs> so that's obviously still a negotiation. <laughs> I think my nipples have gotten bigger. Ah, uh, they have. They're less, um... Less no. No. <laughs> what? Do not start describing my nipples. <laughs> You no, started it. No, I just said they're bigger. I'm not gonna be like and okay. Never that mind. like third bump on the right is like <laughs> more bumpy than usual. All right, I agree with you. They are less small. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I think I'm really gonna. Ex- I feel like I'm like really waiting for us to be like okay. Yes, this baby's definitely good and healthy and everything's fine because I feel like. We're going to have a lot of fun with all of this new stuff. That's yeah, I was kind up. of looking up how we could um, announce it on Facebook today. Yeah, if, fun you have, if you have some cute ideas for us, we'd really appreciate that. Because I can't seem to think of anything. The only thing like, I can think of was like a sign that we're holding that says like, Baby Dubay coming September 2016. But that's then, not cute. Yeah, no. we have to come up with something awesome. Yeah. Well, or we won't say anything. We'll just never announce it on Facebook. And then just <gasps> Does something really happen to you if you haven't put it on <laughs> Facebook, though? I think you get charged by Facebook. It's probably true. Mark Zuckerberg sends you an invoice. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm so excited to tell more work people, like, to announce it. I'm planning on announcing it at the staff meeting at the end of February because I'll be past 12 weeks at that point. Mm-hmm. And um, I've only told my direct boss, and she's, like, super cool, so it's not a big deal. And I'm planning on just being, because we always do this check-in. Anyway, I was planning on just being like, yeah, so I'm pregnant and just doing it like super cash Mm. and blowing everyone's minds because 
it's an office full of women and a lot of them have gotten married recently and it's been a lot of talk of like are you gonna have babies and blah 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 and like just sort of you know woman talk not to be stereotypical but seriously oh my god there are a lot of stereotypical ladies in that office i got married last year and no one's asked me about babies so i'm can't wait to just be like hey motherfuckers lesbians have babies too i uh i've been really pleasantly surprised at work because i've been pretty open about it no weirdness no but how did you all just like oh congratulations that's awesome wait you're pregnant or your wife's pregnant no my wife's pregnant oh cool that's awesome a couple people were like oh so how did you guys do that i'm like i feel like that's a normal question to ask. yeah totally i was planning on it telling work like i know it's not the most usual situation we're totally open feel free to ask anything yeah because i'd way rather have people ask me than just sit around being like i wonder yeah so and i want people to know because a lot of people don't know and yeah. that's part of the reason why we did this podcast too is because like and we're not and it's not just queers that have to do it like this there's a lot of straight people that go through this and i think the more people are exposed to this kind of process the more sensitive they'll be or the more like just the less i don't know stupid comments they're gonna make yeah yeah so we're really just all about educating the world <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> But yeah, I feel very hopeful and excited. That's I, good. Yeah. When I'm, I, One of us has to be. I know. I keep telling Ange that I'm like excited enough for both of us. I still have moments of excitement, but. Uh, yeah. They're just few and far between. Yes. Oh my <laughs> Lord. It's okay. 11 days. Mm-hmm. It's nothing. I feel, and I feel less like our life is on hold, which is so nice. Because it really, like, not that we couldn't. I don't know. We really couldn't plan much, right? Everything was just like halted until we were like, until we got pregnant. The amount of times we said, once you're pregnant, once you're pregnant, we can. Once you're pregnant, we will. Once you're pregnant, this will happen. Once you're pregnant, this can happen. Yeah. And now it feels like I don't actually want to plan any of those things, but <laughs> um, I do have a lot of like plans financially for us to kind of get us in a better position and help us save for my brother's wedding. You're worrying for two, and I'm excited for two. I'm just having a, like, hard time being human also. Mm-hmm. Like, I just want to be on my little couch with my Gilmore Girls, and I just want to do that, if that makes all day, f- every day. I was just talking on the way when we were walking in here about how I'm going to be like a pregnant waif because I do nothing. <laughs> I'm going to be like this paper-thin, no. giant pregnant belly because I'm like, I can't lift anything. I can't do anything. I'm she won't just even going do yoga with me. sit on the couch. No, here's the thing. Once we've passed the first trimester, you are going to be active. That I'm not letting you sit on your ass and not be physically active because that's important to who. I know. And I'm going to make you do yoga and you're going to hate every... S- no, you're going to love it because you do like it. You just refuse to admit it. Yeah. And I think I think it'll be good for the baby. I also like yes. don't like smoothies, but I've been eating them every day. Yeah. See? You're well, welcome, gonna- child. You're already acting like a parent by doing things that you don't want to do for the benefit of your baby. Yeah. So our next... We'll probably record uh, maybe just before or maybe we should wait and push it till after the midwife or not the midwife, the ultrasound probably a good idea yeah and we'll record that Mm -hmm. and hopefully have great news to share with all y'all all All y'all all y'all that's duggar talk i was just gonna say it do you feel like more connected to the duggars now because you're having a baby too and that's all they're good for yeah of course that's all i wanted i'm gonna start wearing long skirts (laughs) did anyone watch the special i did three parts Mm mm-hmm all of them 
fucking boring as shit. They're all so boring. 19 Kids and Counting was more interesting. Any new baby names? No. No? No. You think we have our picks? I think so. Of all the ones that we went over and our likes and our dislikes, you don't think there's any more out there? There have been some that have come up that I've been like, oh, that's cute for someone else's kid, but that's not my kid's name. Yeah. Well, okay, here's the thing with Sersha. Now that movie Brooklyn is coming out, it has Sersha Ronan in it. She's going all over the Ellen show saying that her name is Sersha. S-U-R. Yeah. And I've heard it pronounced, just looking it up on the internet, Sersha, Sersha. I didn't hear any Sersha until she came on the scene. Mm-hmm. And I know she's Irish and she's probably right, but yeah. I, don't I don't know. It's not about right or wrong, right? Because we have a friend who's Irish and he said there's three different ways to pronounce that name. The way she pronounces it is sort of like posh girl talk, which we're not having a posh baby. We're having like a, a regular baby. <laughs> so our regular baby is not going to be called Sersha if that is the baby's name. Yeah. Anyway, I just I don't like Sersha. I like Sersha. I like Sersha. Mm-hmm. I like Sersha the best. I don't think it matters because I think you're going to have a boy. Yeah, me too. And we already know the name. I'm not saying it. <laughs> uh-uh. Anyway, uh, right now the baby's called B-dubs. Yep. Thanks, we can thank you. Matt and Renee. Uh, thank you, Renee. I think it was pretty clear that Renee came uh, up with that. Thanks, Matt. Yeah, we really like it. We call the baby B-dubs. All right. Well, we will talk to you again after our ultrasound. We'll let you know how that guy, that goes. Think anti-miscarriage thoughts for <laughs> us. <laughs> Think beating hearts, beating baby hearts, beating beat-up baby heart. Ooh, I like that. What did I just say? Beating beat-up baby heart. No. Yeah, you did. Beating beat-up baby heart? Yeah, that's what I just <laughs> <Okay>. said. <laughs> Let's just not do the podcast at all. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Baby Mamas Podcast. Make sure to like them on Facebook and give them a great review on iTunes. Have a good day.